You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. We've just heard from our tax expert now for a political point of view. As I mentioned in my editorial, New Zealand Herald political editor Claire Trevett says it's not an election winner, but it's not an election loser either. Claire joins me now. Good morning, Claire. A bit of a cooness of a budget then. Good morning. A bit of a what of a budget? Cooness. He was a New Zealand... Cooness. He was a bowler for New Zealand cricket. Neither one thing ah. nor the other. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I use cricketing analogies sometimes, <laughs> but I didn't pick up on that one. Allow me, it's a gift for coming on. Um, so he's still got $5 billion up his up his sleeve, hasn't he, in case this doesn't work for getting the numbers over? Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't know if he has... But, um, really? I mean, they've got as much money up their sleeves as they want to. That's true. The, um, uh, much of that will be the taken up with inflation, to be honest. I mean, that's partly why they've busted their, their own cap is because inflation has driven up their own costs. So they've got to pay a lot more just to keep things kind of where they were before they even look at anything new that they want to offer. Yeah. Um, and clearly the argument is that, like National would says, that it would have cut more somewhere else to, you know, to rather than absorb those costs and just keep adding them onto the onto the list. I mean, it's highlighting what, what is going to be the key theme of the election, which is um, cuts versus just gritting your teeth and doing it. But it looks to me like Grant Robertson has seen the inflation figures uh, trending down anyway, even if the government um, kind of just tries to hold as steady as it can and they're relying on other other elements to do the heavy lifting and, hope, and hoping that, you know, New Zealand is maybe a slightly slower path down the inflation ranks for the sake of not cutting services. Um, it's, it's put National in quite the difficult position whereby, you know, they're having to say, well, we wouldn't do this, we wouldn't do this and... Then now, and it's more critical for them now. There'll be a lot more demand for them to explain just how they would yes. pay for their tax cuts, which are, you know, the mother of all untargeted measures and very, very expensive and very inflationary. So if if they don't intend that to be inflationary, then they're going to have to cut a lot. You know, it highlights that they will have to actually make pretty chunky cuts elsewhere and people will want to know exactly where those are going to come. Yeah, I don't envy any finance minister that comes into the role, be it Grant Robertson or Nicola Willis or whoever takes over. Mm. It's going to be a hard couple of years ahead. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully not. It's some from If Treasury's forecasts are right, it'll get easier after about a year, but it's it's difficult timing for the election because they are, you know, trying to present a election winning offering in at a time when they can't really afford to. So they've kind of got to negotiate that. But yeah, nationals, you know, and, and national in particular, like what are they going to do about their tax cuts policy if it does risk exacerbating inflation? And so far all they've told us where they're going to pay for things out of is by canning some nebulous number of consultants and contractors in this, which is it's not a, it's a kind of fake money pool that they've created for a kind of election gimmick. And they haven't said kind of where else they're going to come up with the large number that they'll need for that. So that the budget, in terms of 
you know, the spin-offs for Labor is it does put a lot more pressure on nationals yes. to say how they will counter it. So that, that'll be fascinating for the next wee while anyway. Mind you, they have learnt from, from Labor on that, where you say, oh, look what we've saved by not going ahead with the, say, bike bridge to Birkenhead. <laughs> It's like, well, you hadn't spent it anyway, but yes, okay, point taken. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the infrastructure spending is pretty big, so and that is where in the budget layer, what is it, seventy billion yeah. or something now? But that's over a very long term, and it's it's less of a um, cudgel for national because they also think that long term infrastructure should be paid for out of debt. So yeah. it's um, that's it, not such the issue as the kind of other stuff that actually affects people's lives rather than the stuff that you build for people. Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah, there was some spending they had to do in the wake of um, Gabrielle and the floods. Yeah, well, that was the other factor because that came in after Grant had put together the initial draft (laughs) of the budget and they can't really not pay for that. I mean, you can't just you can't just say, oh, well, oh dear, how sad the Bailey Bridges will have to sit there forever after. Um, yeah. So it was something that they had to pay for. The question was how much they would um, hack out of what they had intended to put money into as a result of paying for it. So you've you've now got, you know, they've, they've dispensed a few treats around for people. And um, some, funnily enough, like the Tematatini one seems to have relatively broad support from um, even David Seymour thought that was a good idea. Um <laughs> And yet, they national comes out and immediately says, "No, we're going to scrap the five dollar, you know, mm. the five dollar prescription thing, which is quite risky for Nicola Willis because people don't see that. It, and overall, how much it costs, they just see, oh, that looks a bit petty. It's five dollars. Yeah, so. it did. It did look a bit petty and cheap. I agree. Claire, thank you. Always good to talk. Claire Trevitt, New Zealand Herald political editor. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.